what seems like waste can become something beautiful. My name is Ebison Job. My name is Ruben Phillip. And you're listening to the Beautiful Waste Podcast. What's up, brother? What's up, Rube? How are you doing? Good. It's been it's been, it's a, been while. a while. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, for everyone who is watching or listening, uh, thank you for hopping back on. Uh, we've been gone for like two weeks, is it? Two or three weeks. I think so. I, do not, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is something that we just started off uh, as talking. Uh, we wanted to be consistent. We like to be consistent in doing things. Uh, but then life happens and so many different things happened. And yes. uh, one or the other way, uh, we couldn't do it. But we're so grateful that we still get to do it. Uh, as, I, as I say that, you know, the other day I was talking to my uh, young adults about being consistent. And I was just talking about how being consistent does not mean you're, you know, like going up all the time. It also means you're going forward. Like even if you stop doing something, you're not just letting it be, but you're actually picking it up again and trying to, trying to do your best. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So I think in a way we are being consistent in the podcast because we didn't give up when we stopped for a week or two, but uh yeah, we're back. We're back. And we're so glad to do this again. Uh, glad to talk to you after a while, Rube. I know. It's been it's been uh, a while. We talk offline for many right. of you. I probably just think that our friendship is based. <laughs> <laughs> no, last week we actually did not record, but we yeah. actually called and just, just had a good uh, catch up time, uh, even with Jen. So happy to see Jen also after so long. Uh, for those who don't know, Jen is Ruben's wife. Uh, yeah, so nice, nice uh, seeing you guys. But uh, different things have happened uh, in our short term of not uh, recording. Uh, my wife's grandpa, uh, he passed away in Kerala. So we had to travel and that was one of the weeks that we could not record. And uh, I think, was it the next week that your grandma passed away, Ruben? Yeah, uh, following that week, my gram- grandma passed away. Right, right. So, yeah, so that happened. And yeah, so, yeah, we just had different unexpected things that happened. And uh, yeah, but I'm glad that we get to do this. Rube, uh, what's been on your mind? What do you What do you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I just... That's it's good that you brought all that up. Uh, we've been a lot, lot of times talking about reflecting like on our past. We've been mm. uh, I'm writing. I'm in the process of writing a song uh, because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You told me about it. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And so the song is just a reflection type of song. Um, I just felt like uh, during uh, the moments where like my grandmother passed away, um, just hearing like the stories of like my father and like the mm. journey between like from my mom, like how they got married and then how they had to settle in like a home. And from that home, they went to their current home that they live in India. And so as my mom is explaining all this stuff to me, I'm like studying the map of Kerala, you know, like, mm. like oh, so you were here. And then from here, you went to this place and, and this place. And because like, I was so intrigued of like, just the journey that my parents had. And right. um, I, I guess that reflection on the past is almost kind of a way of paying honor and respect mm. like our, our forefathers, our grandfathers and like 
I'm like, how can I capture this in a song, which has wow. been really hard because this is like a you're talking about a generations of like yeah 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 of history and coming to faith, and hmm. I was like asking the question to God. I was like, you know, I can't. You know, one day our language would probably just be one central language, probably be English. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like generation from generation, we kind of lose we lose touch of like our ancestral tongue. You know, like what we what we spoke back in the day. But and yeah. food wise, right? Like maybe we'll have like little instances of like our cultural foods and stuff. But like I was like, our faith is one thing that I can carry from generation. True. To generation you know, so wow, that's so good. Yeah, for sure, brother. So that's what I've been kind of reflecting on uh, with all this stuff. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's nice, man. Uh, like, I like how you said, you know, like the language and the food and all these different things where you put uh, something that did not change is the faith that we had back then and the faith that we hold on to now. And I know, like, uh, I guess both of us who were in a way born into this belief, you know, uh, but eventually, I know like both of us had to come to a point where we chose this as to something that we experienced and this is mine more than this is something my parents told me. So that's why I live like this. But in the same way, uh, when you just look back, right, they paved the way for uh, us to even get to this place of uh, this revelation with Jesus and all that. So, yeah, that's awesome. I'm grateful for the legacy, you know, like I know there, like even when I look back into my own life, uh, even from my grandfather onwards, you know, like he got kicked out from his house because, you know, he was, uh, he, he was believing in Jesus. And mm -hmm. then he moved, uh, started living with his uncle for a bit, who was actually a pastor. And they moved from Kerala to Andhra to come, you know, do missions and stuff like that. And from then, my grandpa, my, my mom and myself, we were all born in Andhra. So even though I grew up in that environment, you know, like uh, I had to come to Jesus by myself. You know, I had to have one of those things where I'm like, okay, this is, G this is who Jesus is to me. Uh, but I'm definitely grateful. Like I remember listening to my grandpa's stories, you know, like the things that he used to say. And sometimes when I go through life right now and just hearing how they had to live on faith and just knowing that God's going to take care of everything, especially like, you know, when they first got married and they're early, because that's the season that I'm in right now, right? Like even just uh, being newly married and just, uh, you know, with finances and with things like that, with doing ministry, uh, you know, there are moments where at least moments like this, where we can even just look back and like, oh, wow, it's crazy. That is pretty, pretty similar to what, my grandparents have been through, especially as they were doing ministry and, you know, they were also looking to God for finances and how to take care of things and all that. So, yeah, man, uh, God has just been such a constant, right? Like how you said, uh, from the ages past to now and even forevermore in the days to come also. So uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think like if you really trace back our, our history like i don't think it's that many generations that like someone in your family made a sacrifice to follow jesus you know mm. uh, this is like you're you're saying that about your grandfather which is probably like two yeah. like two generations maybe your mom's generation then yeah 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 generation right so uh yeah it's it's just incredible to see like you know you take that sacrifice and 
at that time is very difficult. You know, your right. father probably never saw like, oh, his grandson being in ministry. You know, that was, right. you know, he was, that was a prayer of his. God, if I take this yeah. sacrifice right now, would you bless yeah. my family? You know, like, um, and so, yeah, no, that's really just incredible, man, to see like, you know, that we have the honor, you know, I see mm. I have the honor to live out that, that legacy. And so I'm trying to teach like our generations that as well, you know, like some, some kids, like maybe their parents are the first generation to come to faith, you know, mm. maybe you have years and years, you know, like of history, but still like there is someone in your family that like, <clears throat> that decided like, no matter what the cost is, I'm going to follow Jesus. Mm. at that time is very hard so i think for us like with the luxuries that we have the comforts that we have like it is it saying yes to jesus should be a little bit more easier you know mm. like because of like how but, far it came yeah but what do you think do you think it is easier though saying yes to jesus now versus then because i feel like i don't know i'm just thinking out loud just because of that sentence that you said yeah i'm not trying to like go against you for anybody yeah, who's no, listening no, yeah. it's just i mean when you said that statement it just kind of struck a chord with me where i'm like wow i mean it is true like you know they do a thing uh, a lot of sacrifice i'm not denying that by any means i do completely respect and honor uh, the stand that they took uh, which basically like we were talking about until now how it made a way for us to uh, have the life that we have but do you think uh do you think it's easier to say yes to Jesus now compared to you know uh say yes to Jesus then? What uh, do you I, think? Yeah, I think um so I this is probably people don't will like you know the generation that is living here in America now or uh mm. has grown up in this society now, you know, obviously you have a lot more like there's things that in every generation, there's always things that would tell you not to follow Jesus, you know, mm, yeah. uh, like, but, you know, like, if you look at like generational wealth, right, like, like people mm. who have like 401ks have this, this, and mm. this. Like, like, you are set up in a way to where you like, you can be successful, right? Like, you, your, your parents give you everything to like, do this. Now, I'm not saying like, the, there's not a cost that comes to following Jesus. It's always a cost. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm. like, you have to always give up something, you know, but I'm saying that we, we've grown or we've been brought up in churches, you know, we've, we've heard the gospel, we've, we've studied Bible verses, we've, you know, we, we've been through moments where we've been tested, you know, where we are like, okay, let me apply this Bible verse, you know, in this, in this mm. moment in life, like we've been through this moment and like, and, and I think sometimes like we kind of, we, I personally think that we take that for granted, you know, mm, and okay. that, I'm not, I'm not saying like, okay, there's not a cost to it. I believe that there's right, a right. cost thing. Yes. But I think that we've been set up in a way where Jesus is all around us. We've, we've, we've seen his goodness. We've, we've sung songs of how faithful mm. God is, you know? And I think like we are, uh, so oftentimes we are blinded to the fact that Jesus is right there because of mm. like how accessible like it has mm. been to us. Mm, that's a good point that's you a know? good point um so yeah, yeah i don't know i think like when even when i'm like telling like the generation now i, I sound like an old opportunity you know like <laughs> Jesus right now yeah, like I'm not, but for me it's like i i've maybe it's more real to me because i'm in ministry i don't know like uh okay I, but I bet, I, I bet like growing up and stuff, I, I definitely miss the fact that like, man, like I, if I wanted to 
like talk about Jesus in my school, I could, I, I had that opportunity. You know, I, I've been to VBSs where like people are talking about have courage. What's that word? See, have courage and follow <laughs> Jesus. You know, so I'm like, I've, I've been exposed to these things for so long. And I think until like that, there's a moment that like, tur- that, that flip switched for me, mm. you know, and, and I'll be honest, it was easier for me to fo- say yes to Jesus. You know, like mm-hmm. I didn't have to like run away from my home. Uh, yeah. You know, I didn't have to go to a different place uh, or like hide yeah. my faith because of, you know, mm-hmm. I had to, that's true. You know, follow D- Jesus. So, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. No, that, that's good. I like, I like the perspective. Uh, I feel like when you just said that statement of, you know, uh, earlier when you said that statement, you know, it, it's easier for us to follow Jesus now than before. I guess I didn't think of all these other things that you just mentioned right now, uh, the context of how uh, we're so surrounded with this, you know, many times even people who are uh, born into the faith or whatever, you know, they like how you, I, I like how you said it. I'm trying to like rephrase it again is how we have so much Jesus around us that we don't even realize that he's there, you know, uh, is it's pretty similar to I think some podcasts ago we talked about how we always hear Jesus loves you, but we lose the we lose the meaning of it because we just heard it so much and yeah. uh, sometimes we don't think about that. So yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah, for uh, definitely agree with you of how we don't have the same challenges as you know uh, our grandparents did. I, we didn't have to uh, be kicked out from the house and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, very grateful for that stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was just, I was just trying to get deeper into that sentence that you just said earlier. I'm glad you asked that question, though. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's it's good for us to kind of have a perspective. Now, now I'm not saying I'm not completely right. I think there are some people who have yeah. that decision to follow Jesus and say yes to Him is probably really hard. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference. Sure. I feel like when you're yearning for it, you know, mm-hmm. you on you can you can see the the difficulty to get to it. You know, mm-hmm. um, and that's what my hope is for this generation is that they have a yearning for it. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine like your grandfather in his room mm-hmm. every single night thinking about, man, if, if I follow Jesus right now, mm-hmm. I might lose my family. Mm-hmm. You know, every night he's thinking about it. He's like, oh, man, if I if 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 I gave up my vocation to, mm-hmm. to be in full time ministry, what would that look like? Would my parents say no to me? Like, you know, and like he had a yearning to know more mm. about Jesus, yearning to like follow Jesus, you know, I guess you could say even a hunger to follow, yeah. you know, and I think like, if we can just teach our generations that, you know, mm. I think that would be the greatest. How, yeah. How, how do you think, how do you think uh, we can teach them that? I'm just trying to like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's true that it would be great for them to have that, but how do you think uh, we can lead them to that place? Any thoughts? Yeah, bro. I, I, to be honest, this is a question that I ask <laughs> while I'm, I'm still here uh, in ministry, like figuring out what that is. I think one, yeah, yeah, being honest about your stories. You know, I, okay. I don't think we share enough about like who our who we were, our past, where God mm. has brought us from. Um, mm. And if we basically share, giving them examples, you mean like yeah, examples? Yeah, like like if you look yeah. at the Passover uh, feast, the festival. It would be yeah. 
different generations all seated with each other like you know right. I, i'm watching the movie chosen it's like i mean the show the yes show. and it's one so of my favorites and i'm like oh one my, my favorite <laughs> but um, if you do not know if you're listening to this and if you do not know chosen we highly recommend you watch chosen it's so good yeah it's it's yeah. the way they explain like they show the human like the human side of jesus which yeah. I know whenever it gets to like the cross and like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be just epic. But yeah. but yeah, in, in one of the, like they're explaining like this, the concept of like how generations come and there's this, oh yeah, you, I think, um, I think we were talking about this, but the uh, Mary and Bethany, when, uh-huh. uh, when uh, her father uh, quotes the, uh, the Bible verse to her and, and then she remembers it years oh, later. Oh, wait, is that... Was that Mary of Bethany? That's Mary. That's a different Mary. Yeah, I think there's Mary Magdala, the the one who got delivered from demon demons yes, and stuff, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Okay, right. but yeah, that yeah. that scene was very trip, uh, like very cool to. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like the the parallel. Then the father is telling the verses. Yeah, and she's remembering that. Yeah, so that parallel yeah. was so interesting to me, but that's like sim like that. That's what I feel like. There's a similarity when it comes to like sharing stories with uh, like the next generation mm, like whenever they good. go through a moment like they just oh man i remember that like mm. uh, like whether it just be like something that god's like okay god brought me like from india all the way to america or like what other challenges that you had like growing up right like if you talk about it they can they can feel like oh man like if my parents were able to go through that or if my my achachin or someone who's older than me was able to go through that I can get through this myself, yeah. you know? I don't know. Yeah. Thoughts about that? Bro? Yeah. No, that's good. When you said God brought me all the way from India to America, I was thinking God brought me all the way from America to India. <laughs> hear, that, hear that, brother? Come on. Come on. That story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love, I love the... I love I love the point that you brought up about sharing our stories because I feel like there's a big value in that right like I think uh, even uh, in the Old Testament when they come out from Egypt the Lord says you know I think the Passover uh, feast was meant to uh, curate a place where people can come together and remember uh, how God has led them from Egypt you know and you know just to sharing those stories of just how God has led them from uh, somewhere they were not supposed to be to the promised land, you know, may, it was from Egypt to the uh, promised land, but also like as life went on, they came to so many different situations where, you know, they were in situations where they were not, uh, they were not, uh, they were in bondage, they were in so many different things and how God led them from that place to a place of freedom and yeah, many times I feel like uh, even because <laughs> many of us know stories about our parents, right? Uh, I'm not like dissing on anybody right now when I say this, but I feel like most of us know stories about how our parents walked in the supposedly snow to go to school, but more than more than how God has been faithful to them in yeah. areas, you know, like we know the struggle story. We don't, we don't, we don't know. Uh, I, I feel like many people know the struggle story, but they don't, uh, get to the point where God's goodness uh, radiates from that place. And I feel like that's why even even many kids in America that I know who have a who have a negative perception of India is because all they heard was struggle stories from their parents yeah. or, you know, 
yeah. uh, poor people pictures from pastors who come from India. I'm like, I'm not, my intention is not to throw shots at anybody, but I'm just saying like the stories that you say make a big difference in perspectives of people who are listening. So, you know, I'm not saying don't share the struggle, but at the same time, if you're sharing the struggle, talk about how God delivered you from the struggle also, you know, because that is, because that is what is building up faith. Uh, and yeah, so I love, so uh, even just thinking about the same question that I asked you, right? How will we lead them uh, to that place of just even wanting to be with God or uh, choosing Jesus, you know? And I love how you said uh, sharing stories and, uh, you know, just even the thought of sharing the goodness of God, you know, yes. because uh, why would you want to follow something that if you know that it's not good, you know, yeah, like, I don't know, like you tell me, hey, bro, you got to watch this show. It's so good. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, let me check it out, you know, and I feel like many times we uh, present God in such a not good way. And maybe because I don't know, I don't know why we do that. You know, like even many Christians who are just standing on the side of the street and like, you know, repent or go to hell. I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is uh, this is supposed to be good news, you know? <laughs> and I, I get the intention of what they're doing, but then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like talking about the goodness of God so much because he is good, man. Like more than anything, God is good. And uh, in every season, he remains to be good. I feel like that's something that, I've been meditating a lot this year, especially even just the revelation of his goodness. Yes. It's, it's, it's like beyond once you start thinking of that, right? Like I've seen God in a whole different perspective from his goodness, you know, like I think Irvin McManus, uh, I was listening to one of his talks. I don't know if it's a message or a podcast or something, but he was talking about how we always think that God wants to take, a, take things away from us. Uh, but when you look into the Garden of Eden, right, he gave us all the fruits to eat. He just gave us one not to eat. Yeah. Many times we think that God said, God took away everything and I can only do one thing. Uh. But no, God gave us everything. He just said one thing you don't have to do, you know. And even that one thing, I feel like that is there because in a way it gives us choice to do or not to do, you know. If everything is only good, like we're just going to be robots who are just doing good things all the time. But for us to make a choice to do good, we have to say no to the bad. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah. So I've been just really thinking about the goodness of God. And uh. I feel like many times even just uh, just talking about his goodness way more than. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what else is there to talk about at God other than his goodness and. Uh, many times I feel like people miss the point. People uh, misrepresent God in such, I don't know. I don't know if I should say that, but uh, yeah, we don't talk about the goodness of God as much. And because of that, many people don't see him to be good. And because of that, many people are like, you know what? I have other good things to follow, like money. I have other good things to follow, like popularity. I have other good things to follow, like being accepted and being, uh, you know, the best at whatever it is that you want to be best at so yeah what do you think no dude yeah i i agree with you so in so many i relate with that part of like the struggle stories because like it's like watching a movie without an ending you know <laughs> like, <it's> like, 
it, it, it's like, oh man, you're expecting the ending to come. And all of a sudden it's just like the movie just cuts out halfway. Um, and mm. I don't, I don't know if it's like, we, yeah, that's a, that's happened so much. Like it's, we live in that struggle because oftentimes mm. we only, we think that God is only with present in the moments of our struggle. Uh, mm. But, but you said it, right? Like to share in his goodness, right? God is with us even when like mm. thing, things are yeah. good. And, and, and even the so many stories that we hear about struggles, the, the goodness of God outweighs the struggle all the time, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. if there is a weight scale and I'm like, all those struggles, like, sorry to bring back the stories of like parents coming back from India, uh, from India to America, maybe for some of you guys that are watching might not relate with this, but uh, I just think about the sacrifices our parents had to make to come from India to America, but yeah. now they're living in a land with so much opportunity, so much like, you know, they have all the things that they prayed for. They have like the, the favor of God in their life, but they still sometimes reflect on the struggle. Like, yeah. And while they're still here and they're sharing in the goodness of God, still thinking about the struggle of being here, you know, like yeah. struggling here, like this, this, <laughs> this, and I'm like, man, that's like a, sometimes really sad. Like it's, it's really yeah, yeah, yeah be that constant state of thinking you're always in a mind of struggle you know and yeah. that's only uh revealed in that struggle and i think that's why for sometimes for kids too they had to hit a low point for them to actually experience yeah that's true and i think we're teaching like a false sense of like like how to that's true. god you don't have to go through a struggle yeah experience. yeah i don't know do you agree with that I completely agree with that. You know, even just last week, I was just, uh, I think it was at church pastor was talking about how we feel like God is close to us when we're in the struggle, but what, what is actually happening is we're just becoming more aware of God's presence in the struggle because there's nothing else that we can rely on right now. Yes. You know, God is Emmanuel. Emmanuel is God with us, not in the struggle, not in, you know, certain seasons of life, God with us all the time, you know? His, like he said, I will send you the Holy Spirit that will never leave you nor forsake you. He is a comforter. He is the God, one who leads us to Jesus. He's always with us. Yes. But in our struggles, because our worldview is not focused on so many other things, Holy Spirit and Jesus, like all these things become more aware. Like we become more aware of, mm. you know, it's, it's, uh, if I can take the example of oxygen, right? Even right now I'm breathing oxygen, but if only somebody is choking me or closing my nose, then I realize how much I need oxygen, you know? And because of, because I'm, because of that realization, I don't constantly block myself from breathing, yeah. you know, to realize how much I need oxygen. It's just something that I'm doing even without thinking about it on a regular basis, you know? And is it's it's not the problem with God being close or far. It's a problem of us being aware of His presence or not. Yeah, you know, it, it's a choice that we're making because obviously I can completely understand why we are not aware of it all the time because we're surrounded by so many different things, so many different responsibilities that we have to take care of that are basically taking up so much of our mind space. Where you know, it's only in a struggle when everything else is just collapsing. We're like, oh wow, like there is God. And our awareness becomes more. And, you know, many times, like you said, you know, many times I feel like people just stay in that struggle because they feel like that was the place that they can experience God. But no, like God is so much more than struggle. Yes, he is close to the brokenhearted, but he's also rejoicing with us. Yeah. He's also, you know, he's also celebrating, like even 
you know, when you look at the, I love the story of the, you know, the two sons and the father, the son who went away, people call the prodigal son, because I feel like it's both of them, you know? Yes, uh, when, the, when the younger one came back to the house, yes, the father ran and embraced him. But even when the older one came, the father is like, no, you were already part of the house, come come to the party you know you don't have to go away like the younger one to come to the party you can still come to the party yeah dude yeah yeah well yeah we just gotta we gotta be better about that like i just be better about like sharing and all the more aware yeah yeah like uh and uh that's the part that like brings a lot of joy and a lot Mm. of excitement when you share like someone who this is the story of the gospel like someone who Mm. went through a experience of like being down and and like they experienced god but then now you get to be a part of the party you know like you get to celebrate in that goodness and like you share now with like the next generation of kids like they're like man i want to experience that like oh (laughs) yeah how do i get invited to this party that you guys are all going to like right 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 so i think yeah we should yeah just be really good like um for those of you guys who are listening here too, like, I think if you are the first generation to do this, like sometimes you have to make that, you have to be the one that makes that sacrifice. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I look at everything. Um, this could be an old man mentality, but like, I look at like, even like earthly success, like, mm-hmm. you know, how people like, you know, they, uh, they have a savings account, you know, or mm-hmm. some people have like life insurances for their kids. They have, you know, trust funds, like, they do all this stuff for like the next generation of kids. Like what, mm. what are you material wealth? Are you gaining from like, you know, doing all that stuff, you know, you don't, you, you're just giving it off to the next generation and like making other sacrifices of like, be like, okay, maybe I need to do this, change this about myself, make this lifestyle change. You know, I can't be doing the same things that I used to do before. I need to start thinking about the future. You know, if we apply that to our faith, you know, imagine like how much your generations will be blessed. You know, if you, wow. came from, if you came from a generation that was, uh, you know, there's probably some kind of, you know, history with your family, you know, there's probably some repeating uh, generational curses and you know that this is, you see it, you know, you, your uncles, your aunts have been experienced, you, you experienced that. Well, I'm, I'm encouraging you, like you can be the first one to break that you know, yeah. that in your family to break that in your, in your generations. And then your generations, I think would be blessed by that sacrifice that you make. Yeah. yeah. I pray that over our generate yeah. our audience, brother. Yes. Yes. I agree in Jesus name. I pray yeah. that whatever generational curses, thank you, Jesus, that you are breaking that for them. You already done it on the cross. Now we just have to receive it and live from that. So yeah. Yeah. Amen. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, bro? What What's been on your mind? Man, you tell me what's or, on your mind, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I think this will be the last episode for, for uh, I don't know if I should call it a season, uh, at least for 2021, this will be the last episode. Uh, just wanted to take, you know, I know going forward with Christmas and New Year, I know we are all going to be busy and occupied with several different things, but at the same time, as Beautiful Waste, uh, we are really working towards launching it as a clothing line, a business. So, uh, so lately, I've been just kind of focusing more on that, 
uh, at the moment, but I love uh, these talks that we have. So we're definitely going to come back because uh, I want beautiful ways to be more than a podcast, more than a clothing line. I want this to like, it's just basically all of them coming together, even with the clothes, like I want them to have a deeper meaning than just a piece of fabric, you know? So yeah, so we are uh, focusing on that. So at the moment, I think this will be the last uh, episode of the podcast, at least for this year, or hey, you never know, we might just start up again from the new year. So yeah, but at least for right now, I'm just focusing on the business. So that's been on my mind right now, just to think of how to do the marketing and e-commerce and just learning a bunch of different things like that. And uh, yeah, so anybody who is listening and watching us, uh, you can follow us on Beautiful Ways 2020 on Instagram, because that's where a lot of our updates are going to be. Uh, we already are almost sold out from the logo t-shirts. I think we have like, what, four, four smalls and three XL uh, extra smalls remaining. Uh, but I also am looking at the new merchandise right here. I cannot tell you yet, but it's coming soon. So uh, yeah, be on the lookout for it. Uh, I shared some designs with Rube and uh, I'm excited. Um, just thinking of how to best present it to you guys so you guys can get the full experience of, you know, like there's there's a process that I go through as I was designing it. And uh, every every design has a deep meaning and intention, at least in my perspective. And uh, what I'm trying to do in this season right now is to basically find the best way to translate that into a person who is uh, you know, watching from the other side on the on their Instagram feed or, you know, something like that. So they can pretty much get the same experience that I've or the process that I've been through while I was designing and why I did what I did and stuff like that. So just looking for ways to translate that the best way possible. So just been thinking about that lately. So that's what that's what's been on my mind. Yes, that's awesome, bro. Hey, guys, make sure you go support my brother. Uh, you guys already know the vision of beautiful waste but more, yeah. more importantly the messaging behind it which is like i think his heart for this from from the even the conception of beautiful waste yeah. uh, i knew that it was it was always a a, a, a message like a he this this is Abby's form and uh you know wherever god takes the the brand it's it's in order for yeah. the experience a gospel in a whole new way a whole new and innovative way a creative way mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I tell him all the time, I love like his vision for this. Uh, he's, I, I, he's starting to do this new packaging, um, <laughs> with newspapers and all yeah. that. That's it's just because many that even that, right. That was an idea that we got when we were in Kerala, because a lot of these stores, they were just repurposing newspapers to pack stuff and give it. And I'm like, yo, like once you finish with the newspaper, it's basically waste, but you can make something beautiful from it. Like you can use it. It's a really cool way to reuse that. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Already see everything <laughs> has messaging behind it. So maybe you might be getting a newspaper, but you're not, there's a message behind that. <laughs> I mean, don't read the newspaper because yeah. I didn't sit there and read everything. <laughs> hey, you know what would be cool? One day if you, you pick actual newspapers that have like the gospel message on it. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be a good idea, actually. Let me, let me see what we can do into that. <laughs> But but either way, guys, like it's it's always you're supporting the message, the movement. Yes. Um, and through innovation, uh, through creativity, um, yeah. through 
just the stuff that Abby loves to do. Um, and yeah. I get, I'm glad that I get to be a part of it. Uh, yeah, I'm honored that you were a part of it. I'm so grateful for you. Even, uh, you know, like I've heard this somewhere. If there is a one guy who's a visionary, who's just doing everything by himself, he could be one of those, you know, one of those people that is doing stuff. But then when you have other people uh, along with you, it helps the vision grow. And uh, what is that? Some African proverb, right? If you want to go quick, go by yourself. If you want to go long, go with people. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're, you're one of those people that I get to journey with from the beginning days. You know, I think you were one of the first persons to, know about the concept uh, of it and I'm so grateful for you seriously I'm not just saying this because we're on camera I really mean it I appreciate who you are and the heart you have to just support in whatever way you can yeah uh, maybe through podcast and designing and whatever it is thank you bro I love you absolutely brother absolutely well is there anything else bro that's all I can think of. What What about you? Like, before we sign off, like, what do you have in your mind uh, as you wrap up 2021? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, quickly, I'll, I'll like to share, um, because as we're talking yeah. about the messaging of, of uh, Beautiful Waste, uh, as you guys know, uh, Virgil uh, Abloh, he... he played, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he was, I mean, I didn't personally know him <laughs> but yeah yeah he's definitely but he's an icon so he's one of those uh he's one of those big figures that a lot of people looked up to and yeah and so yeah so he's someone that we we looked up to uh in the sense of like his impact on the culture and impact on right. the world but like i just was like following like some of his stuff because of like after a while like you know when 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 people pass away sometimes like their their stories or like the things that they say become more like you know, um, uh, people talk about it more. So I was like, right. talking, like watching his thing, but he has this belief of like uh, the the purest and and the tourist the, the tourist being the same, like coming to the same conclusion. You know, mm -hmm. and this idea of like people who are creatives and who have ability to bring the gospel, and then you mm -hmm. inviting people that don't know the concept into your world, into this mindset of what you're creating. Wow. You know, and he he wow. had always that belief because like as tourists, you're always just like you see something and you're like, that's cool, but you don't appreciate it. Mm. You don't appreciate the art, you don't appreciate the time, you know, but only the purists understand like the detail, the 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 amount of time or or the effort. Oh, that oh look how much you know that look at that thing. That that's amazing. You know, so they their mm. their lens is a little bit different. And right says, but like his concept was like how can we bring these two worlds together through my messaging wow. through my vision through like how i how i bring fashion art music into this world and i think that's how i feel like my life has been and Ebby, i think you can probably relate to is like how can yeah, i yeah. my creativity but intertwine For with the sure. possible and then invite for people sure. into that world you know so for sure. messaging for you guys and especially like Ebby with the beautiful waist and the stuff that we get to do, uh, we yeah. want to invite you guys into our world and show you guys a different side of Jesus and that relationship we have with him. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Is that, is that like a documentary or something? I want to watch it. Uh, it's just an interview that he has. And then like, I think off white, like released like a shirt that says okay. like, uh, purist, uh, 
versus tourist. Uh, like it's like a hoodie. It's like goes okay. two thousand dollars or something. <laughs> Stock. Oh snap! It's ridiculous, but <laughs> we're not telling you guys yeah. to buy the clothes. <laughs> yeah, but I love the I love the messaging behind it. I love the heart behind it. Yeah, yeah. Like many many of these many of these people, obviously. At the moment, I cannot afford none of their stuff. I would like to someday because I believe in their messaging and even just, you know, the thought process that goes behind a lot of these pieces. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, man, love it. Thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. I think, I what think that's all. Do you have Sorry? Anything, do you have anything to say to close out 2021? Close out 2021. Uh, man, like look to Jesus, see him for who he is. That's all. That's all I can think of right now. Uh, but he's good. He's good. Uh, I pray that you would experience God's goodness so much more. You don't have to wait for 2022 to, you know, like everybody has that new year, new me vibe. I mean, I mean, it's cool. It's cool. If that's what you're into, that's completely fine. But at the same time, you don't have to wait for a new year to experience God's goodness. So whenever, I, even as you're listening to this uh, podcast, I pray that you would be experiencing God's goodness like never before. And because uh, I know that's going to change everything in life. So yeah, that's that's all I got to say. All right. See you guys. All right. Hopefully Bye. see you. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Hey, yo. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to the Beautiful Waste podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts on it. So please leave a comment or a review and like, share, subscribe so more people can get to know about it.